Mm. Big show funky. Yeah. Love it. Something new every week, Shipley. Yes, it is. That's why I love not just college football, but all sports this week. Oh, yeah. This is this is the big show. Greetings and salutations, sports and wrestling fans all across the wide and wonderful and mostly beautiful internet. It's another edition of Modern Day Gladiators. We are doing the big show this week because just scheduling and fun things and everything else going on in the world as we we can talk wrestling we should have done the big show drop there (laughs) well it's a big show man he dropped like so much weight he's got abs it's amazing he's that is a massive human being oh god though it's the world's largest athlete that's not true but (laughs) he's so big yeah but yes, we've got uh, myself and Mr. Too Hot for TV, Trey Pack, yeah. here in the studio. Of course, normally we're when we're together, we're talking, doing the big college football show, but just with the scheduling and the holidays coming up and everything else going on in the world, they're like, why not we just just do this all? It worked out. It worked out perfect. No open mic this week, so yep. we've got the time. and So we're just going to cover everything that you normally hear. you got to listen to two podcasts for that. Uh, now you're going to get both for the price of one, hey, So yeah. which means all of you need to go out there and double up on your five-star reviews right that's what we're going to need from you so it's our black friday special yes <laughs> giving you one so please go out there and like subscribe review hit us up of course michael underscore shibley on twitter and trey is at trey pack t-r-e-p-a-c-k and of course on social media facebook and on instagram it is modern day gladiators give us a like and check out all the great stuff that we post on those so but let's dive into it of course we got to start with college football yeah because we're here but of course tennessee won the bye week by nothing nothing no one got arrested no one got arrested which is hurt that mattered and that's terrible no no one's hurt um that they worth reporting on um yeah i'd I'd call it a win yeah i I got some sleep saturday i slept too much saturday i slept like 20 (laughs) hours on saturday so Need my balls back to keep me awake. Absolutely. One of the things, too, which was good, was uh, they did have a press conference, of course, and we'll break down Tennessee, Missouri coming up later in the show, but we had uh, Jeremy Pruitt had his press conference, and they asked him, have you decided on uh, the starting quarterback? And he said, we have. And then just moved on to the next question. So we're not going to know who it is. It's probably going to be Garantano. Probably, but. Yeah. And I, I never thought, man, that going into this Missouri, if you'd asked me week three that if it would I be okay with Garantano starting against Missouri, I would rip out all of my hair. I would destroy the studio. But I, I he he's I have the most uh, yeah have the most confidence in him. Yeah, I hate it. Of course, they might just keep with the momentum and put Mauer in to start, I, dude, and then I bring like Garantano it. in in like the third series Again, and just keep man, him for the whole game. I, I go back to what Pruitt said before the Mississippi State game. He said, or after the Mississippi State game, he said, "Can I win a lot of games like this? Absolutely not. But did I win this one?" And he's kept winning since. Yeah, I mean. I don't think you can run a program like that. No, no you can't. Steve Spurrier's rolling over in his soon-to-be grave, but um, oh, that's terrible. But yeah, <laughs> we can only hope, right? Um, but no, that's you know Spurrier always said you got, you got to have a quarterback. You can't have two. You're right. We have three. Yeah, it, it, that's the big thing. The old adage, of course, if you have two starting quarterbacks, you have no starting quarterbacks, and we've got more than that. We've got four people who have taken snaps and started yeah. games. And what? Ma- and again, what matters is I don't care how many quarterbacks. Yeah, jo- we've had four dudes started. Juwan technically yeah. started that, that uh, South Carolina South game. Carolina game. Yeah, so whatever. Um, yeah, no, we 
You know what we do have that's important? We have three wins in a row. Yes, we do. That's all I care about right now. And we win one more. We go bowling. And you've got two teams pretty much with Tennessee and Missouri that are just – they're like ships passing in the night going completely opposite directions. Yes. They're both five and five, but they've gotten there and completely – Tennessee started out one and four. Right. Meanwhile, Missouri, I think, has lost their last four games because they lost to Vanderbilt, Kentucky, which those were the head scratchers. And then they lost to Georgia and Florida, which were not yeah, really duh. surprising. But especially coming into the season, I thought Missouri could make a case for maybe even being the second or third best team in the SEC East. Right. On a good day, yeah. Replace, you know, them in Florida were, were battling it out early in the year. But, I mean, it's it's clear cut. I mean, it's, it's Georgia, Florida, and – everybody else yeah Yeah. and this is for almost yeah third place in the division we'll see where that ends up but the prospects feel good i just and again going into this game who knows i just i don't love the idea of it being we always play night games at missouri and this is late in the season and it's seven it's the 7 30 kickoff on the sec network it's gonna be cold it's probably gonna be like 10 it's gonna be almost like a maction game where there's gonna be not there may be some people because it is senior day up there, in Missouri, so we right. might get some people up there. But it's just n- never fun. Tennessee just does not no. do well up and, there, and that's that's my quarrel with Missouri. A and M has a great fan base, but when we added them in Missouri, I say yep. we like I'm, I'm making decisions. You're, for you're, the SEC. you're Greg Skanky's assistant, exactly. There. But no, I mean when they joined the SEC, man, Missouri. Did, I'm not. Right. I feel bad saying they don't belong, but yeah. they are a bit of an outlier. Just, I mean, it's hard to you know put fans in Vandy seats, but Vandy's terrible. Missouri, even early in the year when they were hot, still struggles to sell tickets. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine a seven o'clock kickoff in Neyland to go bowling against an SEC East opponent and it not be sold out? That's this is unfathomable. Of course, Missouri, they're fighting the bowl ban that they've got right now right. because of other things that have happened and everything so we'll just see where all that ends up we'll break down this game of course far more as we move along on the big show here but of course the big action that happened and the big news that happened last week we would think it would be the georgia and auburn game because that was the one that was going to say if georgia really deserved to be in that four spot instead it's tua tua tongue of ialoa Everybody has seen it at this point. Yeah. He was a game-time decision to play. Played well. They're up, what, 35-7. to seven. Yep. And he w- looks like he said something to Coach Saban. I mean, Mac Jones had been warming up on the sideline. Yeah. But I think Saban, of course, Saban has now said that we wanted to give him some practice running the two-minute drill at the end of the game because he didn't he has he didn't look great especially last the week before against LSU yeah. he threw that interception during the two-minute drill and then he you know runs out his chase down and his hip gets dislocated which is insane it's done done for the year uh, and, and people of course the big questions are a lot of big questions first of all should Tua have been in the game I'm absolutely not I'm I have one. I have different things with this. Yes, you're all the way up, but usually when you have the starters playing like you do in a game like this, that's already in hand. They usually finish the half, and then they can come out and and go through there. I'm not going to get on Nick Saban for putting your guys in that game because you can't play to for them to not get hurt. And yes, yeah, they were true. taking care of Mississippi State, but I I don't fault and I don't see error in that he was going. To work on the two-minute drill because yes, you can do that against the practice squad. All right. the, 
but you've got a, a team that's still they're still trying out there, Mississippi State. They're, they're definitely not the team, especially on defense, that they were last season. I, you can't just play to worry about that. Yes, Tua's had ankle problems and everything, right? Yeah, if but it wasn't anything to do with his ankle. If it was his ankle, I would be questioning that a lot more. See, it, my thing with with Tua in that whole situation is that if Tua is 100% healthy, has always been healthy, never been that guy to, to get injured, by all means. I think it's one of Saban's biggest blunders he's made in his career. Because Tua, dude, a hip, a dislocated hip, I mean, there's, there's, or I, I did the research, there's a ton of NFL guys that don't come back from mm-hmm. that. Now, Tua's young, I yep. mean, he, he's literally going to have the best people in the world yep. looking at his hip. But, dude, they, that kills to his draft stock. Kills. I mean, this was a guy that they were saying was going to be the number one pick in the draft that they're saying now he won't go in the first round. Yeah. Um, if I'm Tua, I come back. Um, yeah, that's a question we're definitely going to call. But they, they brought up, they compared a lot of it to Bo Jackson when he dislocated yes. his. Now, the difference was a couple of things. One, medical technology has Far better than it was when the 25-plus years when Bo Jackson. That's when a torn ACL was like, your career was done. Now it's six weeks. So you have that, but also Bo Jackson continued. He didn't get the surgery and everything like right away. He tried to keep playing on it and everything, which did much more damage to what it was, which sucked because Bo Jackson, again, one of the greatest athletes ever ever in the United States, just top to bottom. So you look at those things. And again, that the draft stock, yeah, that's the big one because the question is, and now, do if you're Tua, do you go out for the draft or do you stay another year? I don't know if I would want him though playing even at Alabama one more year because again, you worry about him getting hurt. If you're not going to go into the draft, then just take a year off yep. to rehab. I would not play at Alabama again. Agreed. Um, I've even seen, again, this is the, you know, you know how much I love Twitter. Um, I've seen people uh, that have said Tua and his family have looked at transferring. His his family's really upset with, with Nick Saban right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, I mean, the, the world's so different now. If you, I mean, 10 years ago, if you're talking about a guy foregoing a whole year of his college career. Yeah. Um, to look at you get you know to go pro the year after, um, I don't think that helps to his draft stock really. I think he does, will need that time to rehab, but with with so much going on, and we'll get into even guys like Colin Kaepernick have stayed game ready yeah. three years after ever you know really putting pads on and doing it. So, I mean, I, I agree with you there, but I think too is too much of a competitor. Um, but it would be bananas for him to transfer. So I don't think it's going to happen by any means. But I've seen yeah. supposedly, you know, there, there's been whisperings that he, he he's considered. One of the things too I've been hearing is, and again, we'll see what these GMs because some GMs have publicly said that they're weary of Tua because of these things. Yeah. But if he comes out. One of the things I'm thinking almost it could be a Lamar Jackson scenario right. where you don't go in the beginning because if he had come out guns blazing, he Joe Burrow has probably passed him as the number one pick even before this injury happened. Oh yeah, but he probably still was going to be a top five, top ten draft pick, top ten for sure. But now if he goes like say late first round like Lamar Jackson, where you're going to get a team where one they might have a quarterback that you so he can still. 
rehab rehab and everything so they can do that also they might have a much better offensive line yeah that can protect because usually if you're the the dolphins or the Bengals or who yeah you're, you're rebuilding top to bottom you have so. a lot more problems than just the quarterback so you'll see where these things kind of end up i'm anxious to see what happens but then the big question of course now is where does alabama go because again we're talking college football. We're talking everything going here. We've got the rankings that have come out and all those good things. It really hasn't changed. It actually didn't change. There was no change in the top seven, right. even after everything. LSU took care of business against Ole Miss. Ohio State just blew out. They didn't cover the, yeah, 50, the 53. Yeah. Uh, Clemson, by the way, Clemson has been killing people lately. Yeah. Since that close call, and again, the ACC we know is terrible. Yeah. But they're but still. Since North Carolina, they've. They're blowing they're people out. They're earning their spot, yeah. People were questioning Trevor Lawrence and whatever. He's thrown, I think, 13 touchdowns and no interceptions since that terrible game against Louisville he had. They're fine. Yeah, nice. So, Everybody has a bad game. We'll see. And then Georgia, of course, remaining number four after playing and winning at Auburn, yep. which in Auburn, yes, they've lost now three games, but they've only lost each game by one touchdown. I think right. they lost by 21 total points in those three games that they've lost to Florida, LSU, and Georgia. This yeah, is not three, arguably the three, you know, three of the four best teams in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, dude, I'll be honest with you. I think Georgia deserves that. For, it's with the Tua injury. Yeah, Georgia deserves that four spot, and I hate saying it. Yep, I hate everything about the, you know. They don't give a damn about the whole state of Georgia, but no, they deserve it. I mean, they just do, man. I mean, they, I think that if Georgia plays Alabama right now, which they won't because they're out of yep. the SEC championship, which is sad. I think Georgia beats them more if they play ten times. I think Georgia beats them six, yeah. but. That you know, Georgia's a better team right now. Absolutely. So Alabama again, they're sitting at five, and they they the committee even's like we are well aware of the Tua injury, but they're looking at everything as a whole so far this season. Right. Alabama still has the best loss out of the teams that are not there, and again, if Mac Jones comes out, I'm not saying this is going to be an Ohio State Cardell Jones scenario from the first right. year of the playoff. We'll have to see because again, now he's going to get another shot. Of course, they're playing like Western Carolina. This is I hate this end of the year stuff that the SEC with some of these teams where they're playing. Yeah, we're fighting Missouri to to get a bowl, and they're playing Western Carolina, and Auburn's playing Samford or something like that. I you do that. That's your early. You do that early in the year. Yeah, you know I hate the end thing like that. Shoot, we could devote a whole podcast to SEC scheduling and all that stuff, but but. Then he's got at Auburn. I mean, if if Mac Jones and Alabama come out guns blazing and they beat, I think the game's going to be close, no matter what. I think it's going to be within a touchdown. It's at Auburn. You've got the backup quarterback. But for just hypothetical, if they win that game by three touchdowns and Alabama's sitting in the clubhouse, I don't think they're going to – I don't think at that point there's a possibility for Oregon – or Utah no. to jump them because Oregon's then one loss would be to a team that Alabama just beat by three, three touchdowns, touchdowns that they couldn't beat. So we'll see where that all goes. Now, if they lose, then that the Pac-12 was going to oh, jump it, right the, back the up. The doors in the scenario. open, yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah, if if Alabama ends up with one loss and they blow out Auburn, I still don't think. I mean, the, the SEC championship this year. 
And by the way, I've got tickets available. <laughs> if you're looking for them, hit me up on Twitter. Who needs tickets? Who yeah, needs who tickets? needs tickets? I got four in the lower deck. Have had them for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Come see me. Anyway, um, I'll show about that later. Uh, but no, man, I mean, yeah, the ACC championship, just like every year, is going to be so important. Because if Georgia beats if Georgia beats LSU, then LSU is by far and large the best number one team. Yeah, in they're the, still in. Uh, they're the best yeah. one-loss team in the country. They're still in. But I don't see how you leave Georgia out at that point. No, if Georgia runs the That's table. That's your ACC champion with one loss. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, your one loss is in South Carolina. But I say that's you know to hell with Alabama at that point. Yeah, you you would and then drop you, them. But I still, but you could still have three undefeated teams. You, you could because you, it's who's undefeated right now? Ohio no. State, Clemson, and LSU. Okay. Or that's it. That's it at okay. this point. There's no more undefeated teams okay. because Baylor lost in that crazy. What what a crazy yes. comeback that Oklahoma yes. had in that twenty eight to three. <laughs> yeah, the Falcons were crying, and they're both gonna and they're gonna. Most likely, barring something weird happening in the Big 12, and who knows with the Big 12, but they're both probably going to play each other in a couple weeks in the Big 12 championship game. So we'll see where all that... That'll be nuts, dude. It's it's, insane. Yeah. And then you've got, um, of course, Minnesota, which, again, wasn't a surprise. They did lose to Iowa. I I was kind of hoping for the row the boat to keep and staying undefeated. But, uh, again... Kinnick Stadium, tough place to play, yeah. especially against a good Iowa team that's moved up to the 17th spot. Yeah. Minnesota falling down. But, again, both Penn State and Minnesota still have everything to play for. Penn State, and we'll pick this game later, they're playing Ohio State oh, in the yeah. horseshoe this week. That's pretty much the only really, really, really good game this week. And then you've got Minnesota. They've got, I think, Northwestern this week, but then they finish with Paul Bunyan's axe mm-hmm. against Wisconsin. And then if they win that game, they win the Big Ten West, and then they play Ohio State. So, yeah. So they can still vault some people, too. Take a Penn State team. Say they beat Ohio State in the regular season. They they run the table, and they beat Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. Yeah. Their one loss is to Minnesota. Yeah. How do you not put them in the playoffs? You would probably have to, especially knocking off Ohio State. or Knocking them off twice. Yeah. No, you, yeah. they have to be in. Yeah, Minnesota doing that. Or Penn State, they beat Ohio State and then, say, beat Minnesota. They avenge their loss. You've got to put them in, right. too. So, right. again, still plenty of football to play, which is just <sighs> exciting to see. And, again, we'll see where Tennessee ends up with all of this. Yeah, come on, Vanderbilt. But, dude, <sighs> just imagine, just imagine the, the committee if, if, yeah, Penn State runs the table and wins out, yep. wins the Big Ten Championship, and Georgia beats LSU. Yeah. So then, I mean. Do you drop Ohio State? You have to you, drop Ohio yeah, State. You have to. You have to. Because they, the, the committee has said, and who knows at this point, how much of an emphasis they still do put on the conference championships. But again, this is why messes like this, and we'll see where it all shakes out. It might just be perfect and not have to worry about it anyway. I hope not. But... <laughs> It, it it could be it could fall into a stats again, which is why I want eight teams. Eight teams. You give me no point in not five the five conference championships, and then you get three at larges, and one of them has to be one of the uh, group of five, the lower conferences, if they meet certain qualifications. Yeah, see, I, I'm not big on the Big Five, dude. I think mm. you take the top eight teams. I don't care if there's five SEC teams. They, you, I think you take the top eight. That's yeah. my opinion. But if one of those teams is good enough to be in the top eight, you should put them up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that strength of schedule and all that yeah. good stuff. But like UCF in the past couple of years, 
deserve to be in a college football playoff yeah. and weren't even close. Mm-hmm. And in the, their season undefeated, it didn't even get a nod. Yeah. So, so the, I mean, that's hard. Even if we had, they were ended up the, the season ranked like ninth. So they would even have made it in, in the uh, uh, eight man playoff. Yeah. So I don't know, man, the, the system's broken, but what do you do? What do yeah. you do to fix it? Yeah. Cause the, I think right now the top, and this will be the battle as it, as it goes forward, you've got the top, the teams that are battling for at least the spot in the New Year's, one of the New Year's six bowl games right. that they've got, you've got Memphis is leading the way at 18, right behind Cincinnati. And I think Memphis and Cincinnati are playing each other very soon, or at least in their conference championship game. Boise State, and then you've got down at 24th, you got Appalachian State, and then SMU at 25. So you've got those teams. Yeah. One Me- of them vying. Memphis does not. I mean, nobody nobody yeah. in that those conferences has any business in a top eight right, right now. Now, if SMU had finished undefeated, you could have that. Sure. You could have that. But they didn't. So right, but you're telling me App State runs the table and, and could could end up in an eight man playoff just because they're in a low. No, yeah, above that. So yeah, again, they've got to meet certain qualifications to get, or just yeah, get ranked eighth. We'll just have to. see. I, I think yeah. yeah, I think you take the best eight teams. They're, that's the fairest way because that what we're doing right now. We're just yep. taking the top four to take the top eight. Yep. And that gives you your Oregon. That gives you you know Minnesota's season's not just completely over. Yeah. You know, if Ohio State loses to to Penn State, their season's not a Alabama's still yep. in it, who's arguably the best team in college football. It's it's bananas yep. to me. This season has been a one for the books, and yeah. it could get even crazier. Now, will it? We'll see. We'll see. Hey, but why could. why not be a crazy season when it's the 150th anniversary of college football? It's all a conspiracy. No, yeah, <laughs> not wrong show. That is your other show that you're on. But uh, speaking of not conspiracies, but we're going to move to the other topic here in the main block, and that is uh, just I, – I didn't it, – it, Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> in my goodness. And this – again, I've talked about this plenty on this show. Right, to, just to break kayfabe a little bit, it, it was me, I think. Uh, <laughs> just, probably another update about Kaepernick. Who yeah, knows at this just point. Just to break kayfabe a little bit, before we started, Shibley was just like, why am I still talking about this guy? It's been three years. Yeah. <laughs> why are we still talking about it? But he's yeah back in the headlines again because again he had the workout we talked about that on the show uh, on my show last week where they were arranging this private workout but instead at the last minute and there was going to be like at the Falcons facility there was yeah. going to be twenty five NFL scouts and yes the people are whining about the timing and all the different things but then he decides and notifies everybody an hour before that he's going to be at another part of Atlanta and in high school yeah. and working out where then they can have their own TV crew. Eight scouts did come yeah. and watch him. And again, everybody can look great throwing against air. Of course. Which is what what he did. And of course, there were, there were some protesters. There were fans and everything. Well, the big thing, everything I've, I've read on this says that the reason Kaepernick switch and this again it, it's a bit of, of a conspiracy yeah but i understand where he's coming from as nuts as some of the things he does is and we won't get into <laughs> why kaepernick is a thing because right. i don't that's not it's not for for me and you to to discuss but um he yeah he's a bit of a fiasco but his deal was that the the nfl came out and said he couldn't have any media there so or his own people right or whatever so yeah. so kaepernick comes back and says okay well, yeah, you have all these scouts here, but these are going to be scapegoats. Nobody's going to give me a shot, and y'all are going to say that I didn't, that I, I suck, 
and there's nobody here to see if I do or not. He was like, so I would rather go to a high school where anybody can come. Anybody that wants to show up can show up. Yeah, you know, all I can do is throw against air because we, we're not going to suit up and play a game. You know, this isn't Longest Yard. Yeah. Like, but, I mean, th- there were NFL execs and some of the scouts have been quoted as saying he looks elite. He looks like he's is better than half the starting quarterbacks in the NFL. So it, it's it, it's a bit yeah. of a conspiracy, it, it, isn't it? It is. I guess my, one of my things that I've always talked about is, and again, it, it's so much of the idea of if your if your ability outweighs your baggage that you that you have, then you, I mean you're fine. You're you're fine. One of the things too is, and we we've, we've all both you and I have applied and interviewed for lots of jobs yep. and done different things, and I've always been of the. Even the job I'm working at now, mm-hmm. you go to interview for that job. And he's been campaigning. That's been his big thing to get give back me, me to shot. the NFL. So, you know, you go to an interview, you shave, you put on a good – You, if you're a guy, you shave, you put on a, a good shirt, even a tie, depending on everything. You, you wear yeah. your best stuff that you have. Yeah. If you show up to an interview for a really good job wearing a hoodie and sweatpants, that's not – the idea that you're right. wanting. So when he goes there, and then he's wearing, for the interview, a Kunta Kinte t-shirt. Yeah. And if, if you have seen Roots, Google Roots. Just, just yeah, you, You'll know what I'm talking you about. You want to feel bad before you go to sleep, go watch Roots. And, and then, you know, he pretty much is calling out the NFL to stop being afraid. And yeah, all, stop it's running. Like you're yeah. not winning friends and influencing it's, people. Exactly. Where if he wants the, a lot of the social change, then... A lot of times you have to get in to where yep. you want to be before you can start making the change. Exactly. So yeah, and that's my thing, man. And I, I was, um, I was talking about this with somebody at work the other day, man. It, I, me, when I was twenty years old, it, it hit me that if I will just shut up and work, my life will be a lot. No matter what a boss tells me, no matter yep. what anybody is yelling or or no whatever BS anybody's throwing at you, if you'll shut up and work. You can do things your own way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what your boss tells you. If you're yeah. listening, maybe don't take this advice. But for my experience, is that no matter what a boss tells me, if I know my way is better, don't fight it. Just shut up, work, and do it your own way anyway. Yeah. Now, granted, I am not on the stage. Yeah. That guys, you know, it, it's I don't want I don't want this to come across as the shut up and dribble comments thrown because at LeBron. Yeah. And and you know, Kaepernick at this point has a responsibility to to voice these things and he is a yeah. face for for a movement of doing that um so don't do that by all means but you're absolutely right that you're going to do much better playing ball yeah. and getting in the system and then changing it from inside yeah. than 60 miles away at a high school and if, field yeah if there can be a compromise and that's one of the exactly. things that's the things yes. that drive me nuts and again, this is no way near political podcast, but no. it's one of the things that always drives me nuts about everything that goes on now is there's no compromise. Yep. People are just spending all this time just shouting at each other. You've got like Stephen A. Smith talking about how he, you know, Colin Kaepernick now wants to be a martyr where, I mean, you can see. There's a viewpoint of that where if he just becomes a backup quarterback, then he's just a guy, and he doesn't get to be a victim anymore. So you can see the idea of where that's coming from. Yeah, and and Stephen A. is a guy that's been a Kaepernick dude the whole way, and finally after the the most recent dealings, comes out on on first take and is like, yeah, dude, like... (laughs) 
Yeah, you're. You, you want to get back in the league. Yeah, but you don't. You yeah. want you want people to keep running scared because yep. that's the way you're moving this. But it it's more advantageous for you to get in the league, be a backup, earn a starting job, and be yep. that guy. Just, and, but yep. again, I, you're at there is there is compromise. There there's a means to an end without compromising yourself. Yep. And uh, my opinion, I think Kaepernick doesn't see it that way. Kaepernick says, if I compromise anything, I'm compromising myself and my beliefs. And that is, that right. is a, a toxic way of thinking. But he, yeah. Cause he can still do it. Cause he still gives a lot of his money to, to charities and different things. Of course, when he said he didn't vote in the last election, that to me was just a whole, because <laughs> <sighs> he, he shoots himself in the foot with so many of these things. Yes. And I loved it when he played for the Niners and took us to the Super Bowl and darn near should have won that came back and won yeah. the thing because Roger Goodell turned the lights off <laughs> in the Superdome and caused the delay. So it's just a thing. And my thing, too, though, is if he really wants to be in there, and Stephen A. Smith brought this up. This was the thing I really agreed with Stephen A. on, was it's like, the Canadian Football League is there. Yeah. The XFL is coming it, to show, again, you want if you play against guys and look elite against those talents, right. someone's going to offer you a job. Exactly. Because, again, then your talents are going to outweigh your baggage right? Exactly. when it comes to that. And not only that, I mean, I'll use a, a homer, somebody that, that's near and dear to my heart, as, not just because he's a Tennessee guy, but as a Harriman High School graduate, uh, Jermaine Copeland. <laughs> Jermaine Copeland comes out of UT, gets, uh, get, gets picked up in free agency by the Cowboys, mm-hmm. d- and gets cut. And then, I don't know if you know this, but Jermaine Copeland for a long time was the highest paid football player in the Canadian Football League. Yep. Not receiver, not offensive. Paid player. Was the, he was the one of the highest paid players ever. Um, and, you know, now, and now Jermaine is back in Harriman. I, I know his kid. You know yep. what I mean? Like he's – I yeah, I mean, that's just Jermaine. But this is somebody that was instrumental. He's in, he's in the CFL for a few years. He's dominating. And then the Cowboys come back and are calling and they're saying, hey, you know, yeah. we, we want to give you another trial. And he tells them no. He says, what? You know, you already turned me down once. How great a story for Colin Kaepernick, for the XFL to to blow up. Yep. Kaepernick be one of the faces of that franchise or, or that, you know, yeah. company as a whole. And then the NFL start calling and you'd be able to say no. Yeah. I have my own, you know, I got everything I wanted mm-hmm. elsewhere. Um, and you know, and that's not just football. I mean, look, we have Cody. We're going to get into wrestling. Cody Rhodes that did it with yep. AEW with Chris Jericho. Yeah, I mean, just all the even guys like Joey Ryan in wrestling have, you know, the WWE still calling like, "Hey, we want you." And it's like, "No, yeah, you cut me ten years ago, so screw you guys." I'm doing great things. Yeah, but oh, Ka- yeah. but Kaepernick is so enveloped in this. And I want to be a starting NFL quarterback, and it comes down to like you said, he he thinks that compromising. Anything is compromising himself, and it's it's toxic. Yeah. You can't think that way and be successful at anything. No, you you have to work within the thing. So, and again, we want to hear what you guys think. Talk, uh, uh, you know, tweet us. Again, we gave our Twitter handles earlier. Come at us there, or talk to us on the Modern Day Gladiators Facebook page or on uh, Instagram. We've got it all there. We want to know what you guys think. Leave a comment. All that good stuff. We want to hear from you. But we are going to take a quick break. This is the first time we're taking a break together. So right. we'll oh, yeah. see what happens here. We'll be back with uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with shibbles and bits right after this. You're listening to Modern Day Gladiators on the Outlander Media Network. 
that is also funky. <laughs> Technically, yeah. <laughs> I like it. That's fun. Yes, it is. It's Shibbles and Bits. This is the, the theme song to Shibbles and Bits. That's so great. Uh, yes, where we just talk about everything else going on in the world of sports. Right. And, of course, this is where we've got to talk about all the great sponsors we have here at of Outlander course. Media. Where we've got to thank Joe Shirt at JoeShirt.com. You got an idea that you want to put on a shirt, whatever it is. Any, any artist, performer, anything. Team, business, whatever. You got a bowling team, softball team. Yeah, you're. Uh, uh, you want to make people laugh, and then call yourself a comedian, and then make a t-shirt. Yeah, JoeShirt.com. JoeShirt.com. Put it right there. And of course, Joe, uh, Joe Deluxe. They can put it on anything else. Banner, oh, yeah. mug, what have you. Oh yeah, no, we've got some ideas over there at Halfle. We'll let you come on over there and listen. <laughs> we won't say I'm on the family friendly show, but. <laughs> Anything you can think of, Joe Deluxe. No, I don't know if they'll do that, but yep. Joe Deluxe will do just about anything. So check them out. And, of course, Otherworldly Coffee. Otherworldlycoffee.com. It's coffee cocaine. Oh, yeah, dude. Otherworld, it's insane. I've started, I've recently I've, I've got off the, the Cokes, the Pops, whatever you want to call them. And, and I say that as I chugged a monster as I walked in here. It's been a rough. <laughs> didn't have time to brew, but I've been doing more coffee. Got some yeah. Otherworldly. And it is its namesake. It is otherworldly. And as always, if you use uh, the promo code Outlander, I yell it at you because you got to put it in all caps. All caps, baby. Oh, yeah. Outlander will get you 20% off. And Shibley, what I hear is that's almost a fourth. Yeah, it's a fifth, actually. So (laughs) keep up with that. And again, they'll give you all of that. And again, you got to have a grinder because they just they send it to you in bean form. They do. Supposedly, we looked that up weeks ago. They have art pre-ground. Oh, they do. Okay. Um, in certain varieties, um, but if you're wanting, I think it's like the 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 fire burt with the 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 actual cocaine one. Yeah. I think it only comes in a bean. Okay. Um, but we looked on the website like two months ago. You know what? If you go to otherworldly dot yeah, yeah. dot com, you'll figure it out. So check them out there, and of course, Black Cats Curiosities and Oddities. Check them out up there in Oneida. Just great people the whole city of Onada at this point is sponsoring outlander if you just shout outlander just in the town square of Onada, they'll they'll give you something they'll give you a coupon book absolutely so we got to thank them and of course all the other great shows here at outlander media including uh, deadbeat radio haffle of course with you guys there dlc respawn scared stupid yeah, Geese inherited the earth, and they're they've getting got some great interviews. Amazing up. interviews. Not going to yeah. spoil it here, but my no. goodness, you got to listen to that. Yeah, get on Outlander on Facebook, man, and see all the stuff that's coming with those guys. And them and, and scared, you know, Halfel doesn't do a lot of interview. I, I was the, the interview, and, and just you know, I was I was the stray dog that wouldn't leave. Um, but no, those you know, we don't do a ton of we don't do a ton of interviews here. But yeah, buddy, hey, you want some interviews? Geeks inherited the earth, scared stupid, deadbeat radio. That's all Lance does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely go on Outlander on Facebook and, and see all of that good it's stuff. All amazing. It totally reeks of awesomeness, as it should. Exactly. So check them all out wherever you get your fine podcasts Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen. And of course, at outlandermedia.net. Wherever you listen, please, five star reviews. Keep it all there. And uh, it helps us. We will love you forever for every five-star review we get. Of course, we just keep playing the Pink Panther stuff no, on the loop. It just ended perfect. You yeah. should have got it off. It would have been great. 
No, we're just going to keep it going like Blink-182 from Halfle, from the last oh. Halfle show, you guys. Dude, nothing gives me more anxiety than when, when people are talking and there's music underneath it. <laughs> like, if it's at a party or something, that's fine, but I'm literally driving down the road listening to Halfle the other day um, <laughs> and was like screaming, like, turn it off, Gary. Yep. But no, yeah, so that's... Let's maybe not do that the whole time. I might. I might be nice. And since you're here, this is this is new information. We'll just we'll fade it out. But uh, let's talk. Uh, let's talk college basketball a little bit. Our beloved Tennessee Vols. Of course, they were off for uh, football, but they had college basketball going as mm-hmm. people were uh, in Neyland Stadium for the Garth Brooks show. Ugh, dude, I got stuck in that traffic. Oh man, that had to be awful. Uh, I, I was. I completely. I forgot about it until just now. Uh, and now I want to go murder things, dude. No, it was so bad, man. I'm not going to tell everybody what I was doing, but I was I was downtown yeah. uh, doing things, and got stuck and have never been more frustrated watching 150,000 people. It seemed like, yeah. Oh, it was so bad. Well, dude. part of the problem, it. and I did talk to this for friends because so many of the people that were there did not know. They've never been to Neyland Stadium, so they didn't know how so this worked. So many people parked like downtown and walked to Neyland. That yeah. blew my mind. I would never. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, Shipley, kind of unrelated. During that night, just to tell you how frustrated I was, they had a roadblock, and I literally said, you know what? There's still concrete there. I'm going to drive on it. <laughs> and went around the roadblock, and got and a cop literally got jumped in front of my car and stopped me <laughs> and was like, you can't do that. And I was like... Well, I did. I'm not going to turn around. I was like, do you want me to turn around and go back? He's like, no, no. just go. <laughs> so if you're wondering, roadblocks uh, aren't real. Yeah. So yeah, do with that what you will. Be, be safe drivers out there, especially <laughs> we've got Black Friday coming up next week. I mean, everybody's going to be out with all the holidays and everything. Roadblocks so. aren't real. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> don't take that information. Don't, please don't. Yes, we allegedly there. Allegedly, allegedly. If there's if there's concrete there, you can still drive on it. So, but uh, anyway, Tennessee basketball. They had a big game last week as they faced uh, at the time twentieth ranked Washington, who yes. had some really good prospects and everything. What they got, uh, Jay Z's like nephew or something yeah. there. What? And Tennessee goes in and beats twentieth ranked Washington up in Canada at mm-hmm. the. Uh, where the where the Raptors play and everything beat them seventy five sixty two and it yeah, was a lot more dominant than that. I mean, they found uh, the coach of Washington had coached uh, was had been an assistant under Beheim forever, mm-hmm. and so he was preaching that two three zone. But Tennessee was able to find that hole right in the foul line. They made so many yep. shots right from the foul line right there, and then hit a fair amount of uh, threes. Joden Bowden had eight. 18 points, 15 of them yeah, Bowden, in the first Jordan, half. Jordan Bowden is showing out. And I'll tell you who the, the surprise, I don't know if you watched the Mercer game. Um, I don't know if you talked about it or what. But Eves Ponds, dude. Yeah. Eves Ponds. Murray is, State. Is, is, yeah, is he looked great. Uh, I said Mercer, didn't I? That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Murray State game, man, he shot lights out. It was yeah. like four for four from three. And Eves Ponds was a guy that literally got recruited to UT based on vertical alone yeah. and based on athletic ability alone, which I've seen a ton of high school basketball where you have that kid. It's like, yeah. okay, he's never going to hit a, a jump shot in his life, but to go four for four and, and help your team claw back to get a win. Uh, yeah, He's it, been it, great. Yes. He, yeah. He spawns, it went from, oh, this kid will never – he may go back overseas and play and do something. Yeah. He spawns may end up in the NBA, which it, is just 
bananas. His athleticism is crazy. He blocked Carter uh, oh. a dunk, which was amazing. Now it sucked that they got the ball back and he dunked it again. But still, <laughs> that first that was one of the best blocks oh, yeah. I've seen. If you watch in the GIF, it's just the block. Yeah, yeah, and then just stop it right there. Yeah, right yeah. Right it's exactly it's just a loop of that block. <laughs> it it was amazing. And again, and these guys are stepping up, especially because Lamonte Turner, his shoulder is still bothering him. He's done great on the assists, but yes. his shot has not been great, which is fine. I know that bothers him because he's oh, always yeah. been a big shot guy. But Jordan Bowden, he uh, got SEC Player of the Week yeah, for sure. what he did against Murray State and Washington. Tennessee, as we are recording this, is playing uh, Alabama State, already up uh, 14 to 8 early there in the first, uh, and that's first on half. ESPN Plus, right? SEC Network Plus. Oh, so, so that, well, that one's here. just, you can get that with just your regular cable subscription. Okay. okay the okay. Washington game was on ESPN Plus. Where, don't like that. Now, if you got the bundle with Disney Plus, then guess what? You could have watched it. Yeah, but, but I yeah. don't. <laughs> the, pro- the problem is with so much of that college uh, college football was on, so yeah, that's dude. where people were having trouble finding it and everything. Yeah, well, the Tennessee basketball Twitter came out and tweeted. They were like, hey, we're basically, they didn't say we're sorry, but they basically said we're sorry, but you have to have a subscription for this. Yeah. So you have that. We'll see where all that shakes out. But Tennessee did move into the top 25, moved into the 20th spot. I don't see how we fell out. I mean, yeah, we lost a ton, but we should have been ranked in the top 25 going in. Of course, who who cares even about those early rankings at this point? I agree. Anyway, so meanwhile, the Lady Vols continue to win. They they beat the last, uh, since we last did this podcast, they played Tennessee State and Stetson. Uh, both those games, uh, Tennessee scored 73 points. Their opponents scored 43 and 46, So, Damn, so. which is about what you get. But Tennessee, who, again, hadn't been, had not been in the preseason. This was the first time they hadn't been preseason ranked right. this year since 1976, which <sighs> That's incre- that That's was amazing. Time, that was before dude. Pat Summit. And then you have. They're back into it now after beating Notre Dame, who fell out for the first time, I think, in like 200 consecutive polls. Yeah, it's, it's just so bananas. One at Notre Dame, one of these other two games. So now they're ranked 23rd. We'll see where they continue. They're playing, uh, they've got a whole week off, and then they're playing Arkansas Pine Bluff. So you got some of these earlier matchups <laughs> and what have Pine you. Bluff's mascot, they're the lion, the flaming lion. Something like that. Yeah, but yeah. their mascots or their uh, their logo is really cool. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you this, man. People don't, we talk, you know, me and you talk football, and that, that's our thing. Uh, and we talk Alabama being dominant. Clemson has been, you know, getting their little dynasty together. There yep. are no dynasties like there's dynasties in women's basketball. Yeah. Dude, Tennessee, since 76 has yeah. been in the top 20. Man, come the on. Parody, the, the, definitely the parody has been one of the problems where right. it's finally getting more than that. I mean, UConn, they're still up there, but they haven't come close the last couple of years. I mean, they still make runs. Right. But other teams UConn, have been they, winning the title, which has been great, I think, it's overall great for, the sport, for everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and, I mean, and that's, you know – is whether Alabama ends up in the top four this year or not, yeah. guess who's still going to be fighting for it next year? Alabama. The next yeah. 10. Until, until, Nick Saban, until Saban leaves. Yeah. But, yeah, UConn is – yeah they won how many games in a row? Like 100, 100 plus. Something. They won 100 games in a row. Yeah. Like, man, I can't hit 100 free throws in a row. Nope. Like, I couldn't hit 100 free throws if I shot 200 free throws. Like, I mean, come on. It's just, it's bananas. Yeah, dude, die, it's it's good to see that, but you no, know, it hurt. You know, like I said, the Lady Vols have been such a dynasty for forty years. It's sad to see him fall off, but it's good to see him come back. I'm not like a big lady. I haven't been a big Lady Vols guy until my wife left. 
Candace Parker. That's, yeah. that's, I'm not oh, actually she's... married. Uh, no, that is. Does mm. she know that? No, not no? yet. Okay. Alicia Keys and Candace Parker. That is my. Those are my my okay. two. Uh, uh, I'm not married, or I, they would be my 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 hall passes or whatever. <laughs> I was like, if you're married to them, why are you doing this podcast no, with dude, me? Candace Parker is my girl. She always has been, and Alicia Keys. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, and Ronda Rousey. That's that's changed. Yeah. Mo- moving on, uh, we've got uh, of course other college basketball news that just came pretty much while we were both driving here yep. to the to the studio. Uh, Memphis freshman James Weissman has now been suspended a total of 12 games by the NCAA. Um, and he will be eligible to play on January 12th, my birthday, uh, against go. South Florida. He sat for Saturday's game that they had, and then he'll need to miss another 11 before he can return. Memphis has announced it will appeal the NCAA's decision based on precedent and whatever. And again, this stems, this stems from two violations. We talked about this on the show before. Weissman's mother accepting $11,500 from Penny Hardaway in the Jesus. summer of 2017, and Weissman playing in three games this season while he was ineligible and we've rehashed so much of that and again it the rules stink really the and, rules stink but they're still in place man i mean that's yeah. i'm not going to get into the law of the land but there are, there are particular laws right now yeah. that are being overturned if you know what laws i'm talking about mm-hmm. go listen to Haffle. yeah uh but man you know people are saying you know we should free those people because those laws are being overturned i i did man if the rule was in place you got to follow the rules yeah and we've debated well, and i've talked plenty about oh, just the hypocrisy of so much ncaa stuff right. on this show you, you, you don't have to follow the rules because we're not following the law yeah. they're on half uh but you had to not get caught yeah. you, you got to drive the speed limit and really keep your windows up okay yeah. but eleven thousand five. that's that's a, i didn't i had not heard a number until just yeah now. that's insane when, and again, and Jay Billis, of course, the college basketball extraordinaire, he's one of the guys that I look to for all of this because, again, smart guy, Duke guy, yeah. knows what he's talking about, yeah, especially with true. the NCAA. And I always go with what he said. The NCAA was ultimately going to win this, either hammer Wiseman uh, through the reinstatement process or hammer Memphis through the infractions process. This is a garden variety eligibility case. The rule sucks, the process sucks, but the suspension was inevitable, yeah. which I agree. And... Again, one of the things that drives me nuts, though, is you're you're punishing Wiseman, but shouldn't you punish Penny Hardaway too? At this least a all little came bit. Out, they they claim that Hardaway was officially a booster. How the hell does he still have a job? Yeah, you gave away eleven thousand five hundred dollars, which is bananas. Doing something you know. 100% that you are wrong. Yes, for moving expenses, which, yeah. and again, my parents moved just a few years ago, and now they moved a house full of stuff. It said it'll cost $11,500. No, it was like six, but they, they went top shelf with all of that. Man. They just moved from Nashville to Memphis. To me, yeah, yeah to three hours down the road. Man, bump that, dude. Yeah. And it's, again, you're doing something that DCAA sucks. If you're listening to this, hey, you DCAA is terrible. The way they've handled the Chase Young situation at Ohio State is is disgusting. Some of these transfer yeah, stuff. Our, our guy from overseas not getting cleared. Yeah. Disgusting. Penny Hardaway should not be coaching college basketball. Yeah. You literally you paid. You know whether you handed that eleven thousand dollars, dude. That's 
three of my cards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, dude, fuck that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on which side you you go on here, because Tennessee does. It, Tennessee is one of the games that Memphis is going to uh, miss with right. without Wiseman there. Which again, I want to play guys full bore. Oh, like yeah. it, even though it would be here in Thompson Bowling Arena, and I still think even with Wiseman, I still would pick Tennessee to win that game. But I want you know if I want the team, I want the team full on yeah. with things like yeah. that. Yeah, I don't want especially because on, I don't not like Memphis basketball. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want people on Twitter talking that mad. Oh, we didn't have Wiseman, but also you know we're playing a Memphis team. I don't want us to get into the tournament and, and yep. get surprised by like a Memphis team or something yep. like that. So there we go. We'll see where all this shakes out. If there's an appeal, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, it's mean, not enough. Yeah. Meanwhile, just a quick note. This also just came through while we were going. Uh, Jimmy Johnson. Again, we don't talk a lot of racing on this show. NASCAR. Uh, good old NASCAR. Uh, again, he is. Uh, Jimmy Johnson has announced that uh, next year will be his final season full time racing. Again, he's been the winningest driver of this era. He's been driving the forty eight Lowe's yep. Chevrolet best advertisement Lowe's has ever had. Yep. <laughs> and again, and forty eight. Who? There's nobody ever. There's not a forty eight in any sport that I can think no, of. That's Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Man. At the, at this point, so he made a number that nobody cares about. Yeah. Popular, and Dude. he won a lot. I mean, he's won what seven titles and things yeah. like that. I'll tell you this, man. I hate jimmy johnson i don't i couldn't care less about racing i know i know you're listening to my voice thinking that boy right there loves him some dale earnhardt and you are right but that's about all i care about is i'll I'll, you know i'll raise i'll praise dale all day long but dude i hate jimmy johnson because i used um we said their name i used to work at lowe's yeah and every bit of training you do at Lowe's is centered around Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> they just put it. Yeah. They just cram Jimmy Johnson down your stupid throat all all day long. And then it's like you know you're getting yelled at by by your boss to be like, hey, you know you gotta you gotta get your training done. It's like I'll be honest with you, I'm just tired of looking at Jimmy Johnson's stupid face. Yep. But yeah, no, I don't hate Jimmy Johnson. I just hope uh, that he uh, retires and never drives again. Yep. So there we go. Well, we'll see what happens with that. Again. I feel about Jimmy Johnson about like I do Jim Harbaugh. Okay, that's yeah. you just don't want him to ever. Win I just again. don't ever want him to win again. Fair play. I don't want. I don't want bad things to happen. Other than I want yeah. you to be terrible at your job. And unfortunately, Michigan has looked after getting run out of the building by Wisconsin. They've looked really good besides that loss, and, and could have very well beaten Penn State. Yeah. So we'll see if they've looks like they've turned some things around, just like Tennessee has, and just yeah. like uh, Clemson really has. Even though Clemson. Wasn't it? it <laughs> yeah, we got back they, into college they football. Turned around, yeah, yeah. They, from winning. Yeah. yeah. But uh, meanwhile, the NFL, of course, it started off last Thursday where uh, you had that nice uh, fracas at the end. They had the appeals stuff going. Mason Rudolph did apologize today. I'm surprised they didn't even like find him or anything. Because yes, did bananas. he start the fight? Yes, but Miles, you don't take a helmet no. off and hit somebody over the head with it. Yeah, that's insane. And he, they're citing precedent about all this other. Like I think there was a, a there was a player in '94. Well, yeah, the incognito stuff. Yeah. There was the last time someone was struck with a helmet was 1994. I can't yeah. remember the player's name. The dude was suspended two weeks. Yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, this sucks. When you get, now though, when you get the national thing and everybody's talking about it and you take the guy's own and then strike him on, especially with all the stuff with head injuries now, you made contact, contact, all those other things, you've got to at least do, they said indefinitely, 
if they bump it down to maybe four games on appeal, I could see that. But I'm looking at it almost like the Albert Hainsworth stomp from yeah. years ago, too, where it's well after the play is over. It's well away from it. Yeah. Should have been no reason that any of that should have happened. So I've seen everything from they said Rudolph caught him. The end where I mean, I've but we seen don't, it all. We don't Nobody knows. knows that. But Miles Garrett has come out and they've asked, you know, yeah. why did you do that? And if you watch the video, it's clear that Rudolph was digging in Miles yep. Garrett's face, going at his eyes. And I will tell you, if you've never played football before, it's a dirty tactic, but it's one that happens. <laughs> it happens. Um, yeah. That's why, literally, that is why face masks are the. A lot of yep. them are the way they are, especially offensive and defensive linemen, is for that reason. Yep. Believe it or not. Um, but yeah, Miles Garrett drug him down. You're winning by three. What? what that, that's my thing. Miles Garrett is, is the never, play is over. It's the way game downfield. is over. Yeah, that's 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 my thing. Is yeah. that what did Rudolph had to have done or said something, man? To, yeah. to get because Miles Garrett's never. It, it's not Pac-Man Jones. Yeah. It's not Albert Hainsworth or Vontez Perfect. Right. That those guys have have exhibited you know yeah. that type of behavior. Miles Garrett has been a stand-up dude. He's not as good as Derek Barnett, but he's still a stand-up. He dude. has gotten fined a couple of stuff so far this season, though. He's gotten fined for a couple of late hits and different yeah. things already this season. Right. So. But again, he's not man. He's not incognito. Yeah. He's not in the Dominican Sioux. Yeah. He's got like, a thirty-one on the Wonderlick, which is really good for yeah. for all that stuff. So we well, know he's a smart guy. Yeah, it's just, man. It's, it's you still got to set. You still got to be like, no, you got to sit. Something for this. you know. Yeah, no. Yeah. He one hundred percent should be yeah. um, should be fined and fined and you know and sit for a good. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you sit in the rest of the year, yeah. whatever. But man something there's something else there you know i don't want to get into a conspiracy but there's gotta be dude well maybe we'll find out maybe we won't who knows but still an ugly ugly thing that you just don't want happening man somebody you got these guys are superheroes yeah i mean especially miles garrett is is one of the faces of that franchise yep and to see those guys, I mean, he's he's the, he is their second best-selling jersey. Was number one before Baker and Beckham. Yep. Um, but he's their third best-selling jersey. You know, you've got kids in the crowd with their with you know kids all over the, the country that love Miles Garrett, yep. and then to see your favorite player do that, yeah, yeah that's I just mean, not good. Yeah, they don't even do headshots in WWE anymore, Shibley. No, especially not with steel chairs. One of the other things, of course, my power rankings. I've got the Ravens now up at the number one spot, even though the Patriots and Niners still only have one loss. The Ravens have two. But my goodness, what the Ravens did to the Texans this last week was amazing. It's the worst fantasy week I've ever had. I'm Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Yeah, it's rough. I do have the Patriots at my number two spot. And again, people are questioning Brady, and they have every right to do that. But again, I'm not ever going to go against the Patriots until they are dead and buried in the ground. Until they are out, yeah. I'm never going to believe they're out until they're done. Oh, I'll at que- this point, I'll question Brady all day long. But as long as Bill Belichick is putting on his his weird hood, sleeveless hoodie, yep. no, you're good. His weird t-shirt hoodie, yeah. No, as long as Belichick's on the sideline, you're good. And then my Niners with a nice comeback they had against the the Cardinals. They did work their way. Now, they've got a meaty schedule. I think they've got the Packers this week on Sunday night, right. which will be a great game. I think they've got the Saints and the Seahawks. They've got just a, a murderer's row schedule mm-hmm. coming up. I think the Ravens might even be in there, too. Oh, yeah. So, we'll see how for real the Niners are after this great start that they've had. The Seahawks have continued to be great. The Most Packers the been great. Yeah, the Packers have been just their usual selves, which has been good. The Saints backed off a little bit, but they're still looking great. Yeah. The Vikings, who knows with the Vikings? Because you've got they had the, the 
just fell way behind against the Broncos. And in the NFL, you should if you're just like in the Super Bowl with the Falcons and the Patriots, if you're down by that much, they should never be able to come all the way back in those right, things. Yeah. So the Vikings, from a Tom standpoint, yeah. The Chiefs getting that gritty win yeah. in Mexico City. So again, you've got some great teams here at the top. Uh, you've got, of course, the Texans, the Rams, the Bills, all those guys still fighting for playoff positions. And of course, we'll dive. Once college football kind of finishes and once we get into December, we will dive way more into the NFL when it comes to all of that. But still fun to watch and everything. But we'll end shibbles and bits here on a happy note like we like to here because it makes you feel good about yourself a little bit. With uh, Bill Russell, of course, still the greatest winner ever. Yes. I mean, 11 11 champions, five-time MVP, Olympic gold medalist, two-time NCAA champ finally accepted his basketball hall of fame ring yeah way past dude. the 85 year old boston celtics great didn't attend the induction ceremony back in 1975 said he didn't deserve to be the first black player inducted tweeting i felt others before me uh should have had that honor and it, it, his tweet mentions chuck cooper who was the first african-american player drafted by the nd NBA, I can't yeah. even talk today, and it was inducted this past year. So again, it was a private ceremony that they had with his wife and close friends, and uh, also Bill Walton and Myers and Alonzo Mourning were there. So again, that's just a great story. Yeah, man. I mean, that's that is literally like you said, he's the best winner, bar none, man. Mm-hmm. Not just the best. Yeah. Was Bill Russell an amazing basketball player? Absolutely. Is anybody hammering saying he's the best basketball player of all time? No, I mean you've got your the man goal. wins. Yeah, but the, the eleven championships in the in in at the pinnacle of, of your sport. Yep, two NCAA championships. I mean, dude, and and for him, that's such an upstanding thing. Yeah, to say you know what, hey, I I don't deserve to be the first guy in there. Yeah, he's I, standing for something. Yes, that you can get behind, and that's somebody that again. Has you know compromised to to round it all up to do a yeah. callback, compromised a lot in his life without compromising himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And he's got the gravitas to do that. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, to to tell the Hall of Fame, no, thank you. Yep. There's other people you need to look at first. Man, that, that just speaks yeah. volumes, man. Bill Russell, that, that that's a guy right yeah. there. Yeah, he's he's a guy and a winner and someone who still I don't think gets as much respect as no. he really really should when you talk about the greatness of what the NBA has become and everything. No, yeah, I mean, you talk about, you know, we talk about our, our football Mount Rushmore yeah. and our oh, the, the wrestling Mount Rushmore. <laughs> it, we could, I'll put you through this table right now. Yeah. But, man, if you have a basketball Mount Rushmore and you don't have Bill Russell on it, I mean, you're just wrong, man. You're just wrong. So, but that'll wrap up shibbles and bits. Now we move on just real quick to wrestling. Before we do our picks, we, of course, we'll wrap up this big college football, big old show here with the picks. Oh yeah. We'll lose some money, but we've got, yeah, we'll help all of you lose some money too out there, hopefully. Um, but you, you, you have these things with WWE survivor series is coming. Which I loved Survivor Series, but they've been talking with this brand domination thing, and they've added NXT into the mix. The things that always drive me nuts about this, and the matches at this point don't even seem to matter, really, because they're talking about brand supremacy. But it's like, so all these people have been feuding with each other for months on their separate shows, and now 
they're all they're cool up. with each other and they're teaming up. But it's like, no, 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 no. It's the same thing that drives me nuts about SEC fans where they're like, well, I hate Alabama, but they're in the championship game and I'm going to root for them. I hate that. That drives me insane. Stop doing it. It's just, and this year it's even more complicated because you've got, not only you've got Survivor Series, but before that you've got TakeOver with two war games. I'm excited to have a women's war games match, which is going to be amazing. But then you've got the other ones with angles and different things that are running solo on NXT. Yeah. But then you've got some of those people also in stuff in the Survivor Series the next night and all this stuff. Like, you've got a three-way match with with Damian Priest, uh, Killian Dane, and Pete Dunne. They're going to, on TakeOver, then they're going to face Adam Cole for the NXT title on Survivor Series. Right. But yet Adam Cole is in the War Games match. So you've got all this other stuff. It's just this inner brand stuff that goes on. And they're doing the, they're they're playing the whole angle and it worked with WCW and WWE when, when, yeah. when under the table everything had been merged. But, you know, if you weren't in the know, you really didn't know that. But when you had... DX invading and and the NWO yeah. doing their thing, man. That was that was it was good. Eat, it was good eating. Yeah, I mean that was Monday Night Wars was insane. Even and we know now that everything that was all they were playing up each other. Once they got to the invasion part, yeah, yeah. But again, it was still it was still good television. Now they're they're playing the same angle um, with the oh, NXTs invading. It's the same company. Yeah, yeah. You're just you're the third show. You're the little brother that's like, Oh, I'm in I'm in you know, I'm gonna invade on my big brother. No, shut up, man, sit down. And no. then and then you have but see then you also have the where NXT is invading, but then they only got wins on that first SmackDown that they invaded because half the SmackDown roster was still stuck in uh, Saudi Arabia because of, of the quote unquote mechanical problems that yeah. they had. Oh yeah, <clears throat> shakedown. What and so they won there. Like Adam Cole pinned uh, Daniel Bryan clean as a sheet. Tommaso Ciampa beat the Miz clean as a sheet and yeah. all this other stuff. But now it's all been false finishes and everything. It's just been yeah. a mess. And then you've got title matches actually that matter like Rey Mysterio and Brock Lesnar yeah. and then Daniel Bryan and the Fiend Bray Wyatt which has been thrown together so it's like it's just a mess and again I can't even pick any of these because I barely know what the heck's going on because of all this interwoven stuff that makes no sense and it's like you wonder why people are frustrated with the WWE product with all of this and that's and, what, and it's, I don't, I've almost sworn off the only about the only WWE I watch anymore is I watch like the the highlights, yeah. like I watch the thirty minute at pro oh, show. People like, do that, yeah, yeah. And it's I, I cannot sit down for two and a half hours or three hours and watch Raw anymore. I just can't yeah. do it. But guys like the Fiend, that is man, that is the best. Like that's the the best way to revitalize Bray Wyatt, yeah. ever. And I then mean, they screwed up at and, Hell in a Cell, yeah. With and they killed Seth Rollins. Seth yeah. Rollins is no. How many curb songs did he kick out of? Like seven, a lot. I get yeah. so you're, you're you're pitching the fiend as this overpowered guy. I get that, and, and you've got Bray Wyatt on it, but they're they're not putting Bray Wyatt. They're doing the whole Firefly show, Funhouse, fun which is house. great. Yeah. That's fun. I, I <laughs> love it. It was a great introduction for the fiend. But dude, Bray Wyatt is such a good microphone, dude. I mean, yeah. he cuts such a good promo. Put him in the ring, dude, and yep. give give me some origin story on the fiend. Anything yeah. like run with the fiend 
without him kicking out uh you know yeah. kick out a kick out a one get up sister abigail in the match you yep. know nobody needs to see you curb something dude seven times so but we'll find out after survivor series i'm sure we'll have an actual recap that makes sense of all that on next week's show but <sighs> my goodness this wait, was wait. will it make sense this was not at this point who knows that's why i'm enjoying AEW yes. so much. You want a good product. Yeah, just watch Cody, AEW. Cody Rhodes, daddy. Yeah, it's good times. So now let's finally make some picks when it comes to <sighs> what we've got going on in the world of college football this week. Of course, we've got a bunch of games, Alabama, Western Carolina, Auburn, Samford, and all these other games. Not There's only one ranked versus ranked match which what's the auburn sanford line do you have that with you uh, it's 48 and a half take sanford <laughs> take, i'm not saying go take it alone or nothing on that yeah. one but dude i'm telling you after a big loss with auburn it's uh who did Nichols state play they played with georgia a few yeah. years ago that there's not been a a d2 school play with an acc team like that they're a big acc team like that this year mm-hmm. and there always is i think it's this week yep. I, I think they play uh, close with them all right not close but not 48 points man but I, I could be terribly wrong but i don't think i am but then you've got like georgia versus texas a&m that's a fun one you've got georgia at again there are a uh or georgia's hosting texas a&m i'm sorry but georgia is 13 and a half points I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be within that. I'd take Texas A&M yeah. at least at least to cover. Um, I've still got Georgia winning the game. Is it at Georgia? It's at Georgia. I take Georgia, man. I think they'll win by by more than two touchdowns. Okay, or right at two touchdowns, which we'll cover. I love those thirteen and a half point. Yeah, I hate the three and a half point games. It's like okay, you got to win by more than a field goal. Yep. But those thirteen and a half points, it's two touchdowns. You're fine. And then you've got Baylor hosting Texas. Baylor, of course, coming off of this the immortal choke job that they oh. had. Now they're hosting a Texas team that's at six and four, and everybody kept saying how much Texas is Texas back. Is back at back at being <laughs> mediocre, like they have been. And again, Baylor f- minus five. I part of me really wants to take Baylor in this one. Pick What's Baylor to win. It's five for Baylor for Baylor. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah, I take Baylor there, man. Same same kind of deal with the 13 and 8 where it's a five-point game. Yeah, yeah, I think Baylor wins by a touchdown. You've got the biggest spread in SEC history with LSU minus 43.5 over Arkansas. <laughs> that's now, so bad. that's not my loan. That's not my takeout alone. Mine is the over-under. Is it 70? Because I think this game is going to be like 45 to 7, which is well okay. under 70. Okay, yeah, I'll, so I'll take your under there. I, I would take – that's my take a loan out under yeah. at this point hey, that, you're just not so fast fast than me yep that's great yeah go go to the bank yep tear it alone sell your car sell your kids mm-hmm. and put it all yeah. on the, the under and then of course oregon uh is at arizona state and then utah is at arizona Te- both teams kind of middling in there uh oregon is a 14 and a half point favorite in the desert and then utah also in the desert in arizona is a 22 and a half point uh, favorite at I t- Arizona. I take the points on both. I take Arizona and Arizona State to to in the points there on both yeah, games. That's weird. Both those guys need. They know they where they've got to be at this. I point. just don't. I don't. Well, especially with Utah, I just don't think Utah is going to blow out an Arizona team by yeah. by you know twenty four. They points. did blow out UCLA, which was a surprise. That was one of those yeah. that I thought I was going to rank in Make the money, money and yeah. I, I missed yeah. that one bad. They, the experts know more than we do, apparently. Yeah, but UCLA is so up and down, man. It's just like Tennessee, like Tennessee. On some of those lines, I would have. Yep. I don't bet on Tennessee anymore. 
but just because you never know. Um, but you know, if, yep. if you like the Georgia State game, I would have bet. I think we. I don't know what we were favored, but I would have bet like twenty eight. Yeah, or you know, I wouldn't have bet that yep. we would have covered twenty eight because Garantano. But whatever. Yeah. But the BYU line, I, I almost bet it because the line was like what a, a touchdown mm-hmm. and you know they, yeah they, yeah so. Uh, UCLA's in that same boat, man. They're so up and down, it's impossible to bet on them. And then you've got Michigan, Indiana. Uh, Indiana hosting Michigan. It's And again, Ohio State is next week. Oh, yeah. So you've got that. Michigan Indiana's could a, look past a good team. They hung with Penn State. And then Michigan's a nine-and-a-half point favorite. I think that game's going to be within a touchdown with yeah, Indiana. I do too, man. That, that's one of those, those weird – a nine-and-a-half point game is yep. odd um, to bet on. But I agree with you. I think Indiana, again – I hope Michigan never wins another football game as long as Jim Harbaugh is there. Uh, but I think Indiana's got a real chance to beat them out. All right. Agreed. And then you've got Ohio State, uh, Penn State. This is the only ranked-ranked matchup. Ohio State sitting at number two. Penn State at number eight. Ohio State at home. They are an 18-point favorite. Okay. Well, here it is, Shibley. All right. I want you to go to the bank. <laughs> I want you to take out a loan <laughs> for as much money as, as they'll give you, and then I want you to drive down the street to another bank and take out as much money as they'll give you and do that until they catch on to where you have literally as much money as you could possibly accumulate and bet it on Penn State. Is Penn State going to win outright? No, but they're going to lose by two touchdowns. But that's, take yeah. the points. Win that money. I agree that's with e- you. But that's easy points. I've got man. Ohio State winning the game, but I think it's going to be a 10-point, two-touchdown game. Yeah, and, so. it's in the, and we'll say Ohio State beat them handily, and I'm going to go pay off that Sonata. And and just be well off, you know. Take that's insane. You got now. Hey, does Ohio State have the ability to run away with that game and win oh, yeah. by four or five touchdowns? Yeah, but dude, James Franklin is not. I mean, especially after losing to Minnesota, he's got his guys yep. acting right. And here's the thing: you tell your guys if you can get past Ohio State and run the table, you are in the college football playoff. Period. Yep. And I and I I one hundred percent think that. So yeah, no, I think they've got everything. If if they if they had two losses, whatever, they've got every chance in the world to get in the playoff. I think James Franklin has them ready to play. I think they lose by two touchdowns, win that money. Agreed. And now we go to Tennessee at Missouri. Ugh, yes, Tennessee wins has won four out of their last five at five and five. Missouri also at five and five, but has lost four straight. The line. It started at plus five, uh, Tennessee. Tennessee was at plus five. It moved down to four, like, immediately. <clears throat> the over-under is 45 and a half. The ESPN football power index predictor, whatever, yeah, has got Missouri still with a 58.7% chance of winning this game. It's going to be 44 degrees and cold up there in, in Columbia. But again, Tennessee has all the momentum on their side. They're coming off a bye. Missouri is coming off just getting beat up, especially mm-hmm. by Florida and Georgia the last two weeks. So all of this going in, if I'm going to pick this game and I've got a score, and again, I don't bet on Tennessee. Nope. I don't. I, I can't. I can't do it. Because <laughs> I want to bet with my heart too much. And but, but I think it's going to be a low-scoring game because that's just the way Tennessee is going to have to win these games. Again, if they can try and establish some sort of running game, yeah, it would be that. amazing. And I wish they could. 
I still got Tennessee. I got them winning this game 20-17. to 17. I think Samiglia hits a field goal at the gun. Okay. He's been money all year, and I've got him getting a field goal at the gun. He's not hit like a, a game winner. Mm-hmm. winner. No, hasn't. he hasn't. So, yeah, I mean, it, you know, we'll see how he does under pressure. Um, so here's my thing. I've, I've been waiting on, on this week kind of all year. Um, one of my least favorite – I've just been kind of hateful this whole episode, and I feel bad. But one of my least favorite human beings in the entire world is Derek Dooley. When I, Doolander. Doolander. When I was going through my recruitment process, um, again, Tennessee was, was never – that was not even considered um, at all. But I cannot stress that enough. But again, I did go to I went to Tennessee's camps for a long time because they do it satellite style where they have smaller coaches. So I did uh, compete in front of Derek Dooley several times. Shibley, I have never in my life met a less intelligent human being. I was 16 years old, and he's a UVA grad. Like that's yeah. not a dumb school. I went to my dad on the way home from from camp. I was 16 years old. And I said, Dad, I don't want to play for him. If he offered me a scholarship, I don't want to go to UT. He's the only only coach that I can think of in UT history that I say, and this is including Butch Jones. Yeah. Derek Dooley is an idiot. He's a, 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 To quote Twitter, he's a known idiot. I don't understand how this dude still has a job. I, this dude should be eating tapioca pudding like – he should take his millions and run with him. He's an idiot. He and and not to mention he's an asshole, dude. He was he was a he was an asshole at camp. Asshole to everybody he came in contact with. Even guys that were being recruited to that that were right, yeah. there that Tennessee was looking at, just kind of talking to those guys. They're like, yeah, the, this dude's a prick. I don't want to play here. He's an idiot. I hate him. With all that being said, what he's doing, what he's done at Missouri. It has been great with yep. with Kelly Bryant. I think it's the exact opposite. I think that with Maurer and Garantano, I think we have a chance to get in a shootout. And I think it I think it is a high scoring game. What'd you say the over under was like seventy five? Forty five and a half. Yeah. I've not said this all year at Tennessee. Take out another loan. <laughs> Take all the money that you're gonna win on, on that Penn State game. Because that is a noon game, so yeah. Take all your money and put it on the over. I think it's going to be a shootout, high scoring. Excuse me. Um, I think Garantano continues to redeem himself. He's he's defending Brand right now. He continues that. Um, I've got Tennessee winning forty eight to thirty five. All right. Well, there we go. That has been. We'll see. We got Tennessee both winning, and I, I think I shook off the bad juju. We'll see how yeah, this we've goes. We've not done that yet. So we'll see where all this ends up uh, two weeks ago against Kentucky. But uh, if it does, then Tennessee's going bowling. Oh, I did say something that somebody uh, did point out to me that I was incorrect a couple of weeks ago. I said that I always have picked Tennessee to win, yeah. so my record will go with Tennessee's record. That's incorrect. Okay. Uh, I did pick us to lose. To UT Chattanooga. Oh, that's right. I so, remember that. Yes. So I, I'm trying to. We appreciate I, the astute listeners who yeah, are pointing so I, that out. I'm not going bowling yet. I'm, I've got a losing record still. So that is all uh, right. But uh, yeah, this has been just a huge. Again, thank you guys for listening the whole way with us here on this big episode of Modern Day Gladiators. It's the only one coming it. out this week. We might have to do this next week with Thanksgiving around the corner. Oh yeah, it's we'll been s- a lot of fun. But it's been fun, Trey. We'll do it again. But until next week, too sweet. Love you. See you next time. Bye.